Hey, so like, um, y'all ever played God Hand for the PS2? I hear it's pretty good. Uh, I've watched somebody play. It looks looks fucking awesome. Uh, I haven't gotten around to it myself, but sometime in the future, I've, I'm, I'm planning on doing that. Uh, yeah, uh, if you played it, let me let me know what you think. Here's the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Cinematic Schmeev, I guess. Why are you cinematic? Uh, it's just semi-related in a vague sense to what we're covering today. Much we're like starting... how what we're covering today is vaguely related, in a sense, to something else. We're no, we're actually starting the the SCU, oh, the no. Schweev Cinematic Universe. That's a shame. <laughs> Each one is just it's it's a a specific aspect about your life, but they all kind of blend into one thing. You can't really tell the difference between them. Well, I mean. You know. Yeah. You can kind of just sub in one for the other, but like, except every once in a while, you just release a really fucking bad one. <laughs> I mean, for every Thor Ragnarok, there has to be a Thor Love and Thunder. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's okay. Don't I know worry what about Thor it. Ragnarok is, but I I don't I don't know what the other one was. That was the one that just came out like a few months ago. And a um, lot of people were very, very disappointed in. And it, and I saw it, and it's okay. It's not stupendous. Eh. It is fine. Whatever. Infinity War, though. I mean, Infinity War was fucking it sick. It sucked. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I cried. I cried in that movie. Why? Because <laughs> I was emotionally invested. Oh, okay. I saw that movie in theaters with 10 of my friends. I was there. I know you were. Yeah. And then, and then I went and saw Endgame, and I was the only one there. It was like, it was like, life imitated art. <laughs> Similar to our subjects that we're talking about today. But real quick, before we actually jump into that, I I do want to apologize for anybody listening. If I sound kind of shitty, um, I'm kind of getting old over a cold. Uh. Um. So yeah, I started like getting sick uh, last week. And then, like, three days later, it kind of went away. I'm like, oh, okay, the cold's breaking. Let me hack up this phlegm. But no, it's like, <laughs> fucker, we're staying around. Yeah. So, yeah, if I sound like shit, that's why. If I sound kind of off in just, like, an emotional way, it's because I've been off my meds for two days uh, because my psychiatrist is a piece of shit. Well, hopefully by the time that this episode actually comes out, that's been I mean, they're on their corrected. way. <laughs> but... Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, the subject that we are talking about today is what, Shmeev? Um, the Bill Paxton movie Frailty, released 2001, <laughs> November 7th? Like, just post 9-11. I, I don't know. I Can you no believe clue. that? I mean, I 
I can believe it. I mean, it's a movie that's out. Can you believe things happened after that? I can believe that... After the world stopped turning on that September day, and we were all flung from the Earth's surface, from the momentum, and now we're all floating out in space. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that, like... Because that definitely altered, like, a lot of things that released... Like the first Spider-Man movie, yeah, was yeah. severely altered because well, of that. because Stan Lee was also thrown off of the planet into space from the sudden stop of the Earth's rotation. <laughs> really, kind of just fucked up the whole writing process. For yeah, exactly. Anyways, along with all the actors and crew. Anyways. What are we actually talking about today? Metal Gear Solid 2, the ending of that one. Heavily affected, as Hideo Kojima was also flung into the vast depths of space. How are we still here? We're not. <laughs> it's just a fever dream. This is a fever dream. <laughs> We're... We're in the atmosphere right now, and everything's just kind of slowed down as our brain is freaking out trying to process this. Axe Murder Boys with their album, God's Hand. Yeah, they're back. Now, yeah, that's crazy. They got a deal for a single album, and then some guy who was knocked out of the contest they won in the first round was actually signed to the label... And then ICP was like, man, maybe uh, ugh, that, that kind of looks bad, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we should get those guys back. <laughs> so, Blood In, Blood Out, the first album that they had released on Psychopathic was just that. It was supposed to be a, it was a one contract or one album contract. <laughs> so, after that, they took some time uh, on their own working on their own uh, imprint, uh, Canonized Productions. And they released, at that time, I believe they released one album uh, called Cut and Stitched. And that was kind of like a forgotten freshness type thing for them. And they were still, like, doing some stuff with Psychopathic. I think that they performed on some tours uh, for ICP. Um, I could be wrong, but I feel like they may have been on some of the the stops for the Independence Day tour for Twisted. I could be wrong. If anybody knows for sure, please let me know. But they were working on their next full-length album, God's Hand. And Psychopathic... Um, One Joe Bruce heard the album and was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Why don't we put it out on Psychopathic? So whenever the album was officially announced, like there was a video that came up on YouTube and it was talking about God's Hand and it showed uh, the AMB logo, the double axes and a hatchet man and the hatchet house logo. So AMB were not necessarily signed to Psychopathic. They were being signed to Hatchet House to release God's Hand. Now, again, this entire album was made 
before they were signed to psychopathic. So this had basically no input from anyone on psychopathic at the time, with the exception of one DJ Clay, who does some production on here. Most of this, however, is done uh, by AMB, mostly Otis, obviously, um, with some other uh, producers here and there. So yeah, basically Violent J heard this and was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is free money. <laughs> Let's put it out. And so they did. This released uh, on September 16th in 2008. So this was not long after I started my my first semester in college. Oh, my God. And I remember, I remember when I picked up this album, it was probably at least like a month or so later. Um, but I do remember like my first listen walking around campus listening to it. And that will get expanded upon a little bit later while we're covering this album. But yeah, a lot of people seem to uh, to dig this album. Jiggles would not shut the fuck up about it. Wow. Uh, in the Discord a couple days ago. I don't say that to like call him out or anything, wow. although maybe I should. But um a lot of people enjoy this album. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I mean like that's that's the weird th- this this keeps happening, I feel, whenever uh, I bring up that I'm listening to an album, is that I get this impression from people just because of, like, you know, people mentioning things offhand mm-hmm. that an album is pretty well-liked because a bunch of people do, and then I post about how I'm about to listen to it, and then I get a whole lot of just, like, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> right. I'm sorry that happened to you. That, that's a shame. <laughs> and, I mean, granted... It's usually it Blade, when we covered... which I mean, fair enough, you know. <laughs> but that happened when we covered Tunnel Runners. When you when you mentioned, yeah, that I we mean, well, that one makes that. that one people really do hate that album for right. some reason. Like that that one is like pretty much disliked. But I mean, this one, I'm, I'm basically, I guess, what I'm saying is in the Discord, I don't really get a good uh, view of what people overall think of it because we really do just have a group that does not universally love anything <laughs> yeah which enough. is a good thing yeah which is which is a very good Except thing because malenko. i think i think we're all pretty pretty cool on malenko basically all everyone is pretty pro malenko and pretty pro riddle box in that discord which is which is cool it's understandable um except you but like yeah except for me you know i just fucking hate everything <laughs> Well, specifically so, Riddlebox is what I was Specifically Riddlebox, exactly, you know, fucking... That's why I have to, you know, post videos of me enjoying Riddlebox songs when we're at the gathering. Well, pretending to. I mean, nobody really knows for sure. I'm just going to do, like, a, a live listen of the entire Riddlebox album on, on Discord one day. And so people can just see whether or not I'm actually enjoying it or, or absolutely hating no it. No one will show up. <laughs> no one will. <laughs> It'll be lost of time. But you know what won't be lost of time? Our review of this album. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I not for a while, at least. <laughs> you know. <laughs> when, when uh, well, Podbean will keep it up, you know. As long as <laughs> Podbean's around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Etc. We'll Etc. Entropy we'll and all that. Put, yeah, we'll find <laughs> ways to put shit up. But I think that there's something that we have to do. There is. We need to crack open a motherfucking f- beverage. 
<laughs> of beverage. Yeah. What do you got? So, I told you a couple days ago uh, yes. that our fantastic uh, uh, corner store has finally re-upped on their Fago shipments, and they have blessed me with some wonderful flavors. <laughs> For I have in my hand a genuine, delicious Fago firework. I had a feeling. Well, Mike, uh, <laughs> I got off work and I was like, I gotta finish my notes for this fucking album. Uh, but I also need to eat, which is very important. So I got out, walked down around the corner to get to my car because people are working on the house across the street from us. Like there's people on the roof and stuff flying off. They're just doing all kinds of shit. So they kind of ask Mac. people to move their cars so we don't get our cars debris all over the place. Um, Whack. Well, I mean, it's very nice of them to give us the heads up. I mean, and then I went to that, Burger King to get my food and I was like, I don't want to go anywhere else. It's fucking cold out. This sucks. God, I hate this right now. Um, and so I just uh, went down into my kitchen, cracked open the fridge, and I grabbed myself a, a nice estimated 1885 containing an authentic blend of 23 flavors, Dr. Pepper. Can't even go with the Dr. Fago. Well, you see, Mike... Disappointment. Much like the way that the Axe Murder Boys turn their back on the Juggalos... Um, I have also, once again, turned my back on the Juggalos, but, like, not in that I ever actually faced them. I kind of just made, like, a quarter turn, so my shoulder <laughs> was at them, and then turned my back again. <laughs> it's hard to turn your back when you're already <laughs> looking away from them. <laughs> you, in reality, you actually just do a 360, like, you look at them, and you'd be like, ah, nope, and then you just continue <laughs> back, and... <laughs> It's like the fucking, it's I, like the joke of like, uh, I turn my upper body a little bit. I catch just out of the corner of my eye. I see a, tr a hatchet man and I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's like, um, there was a, oh yeah, I think it was turn the, the 360 the degrees, 360 and, degrees and, walk and, wa and walks away. <laughs> They're like, how do you do that? And it's fucking moonwalker. Yeah. Like from the Michael Jackson shit. <laughs> the anyway, that's crack these bitches open. Ooh. Oh. oh my god it's been a while since we had a can on the show so you know. it is it is i was actually debating on picking some up because our our local dollar tree has cans of fago really and i was debating on yeah it's like either a six or a 12 pack i can't remember interesting well, i think they had like i think it was cola and twist and maybe orange huh well, so let's, let's hop into this the first track, Tears of Blood. So it's an intro. Uh-huh. Which we can basically talk over. Yeah. Um so the basic premise, which is what also we see on the cover of the album, is uh Statue of the Virgin Mary, uh crying blood. Uh-huh. And are you aware of this, like, being a thing? No. Yeah, so this is actually, like, 
a phenomenon that's been documented over the years. The most recent was actually in August of last year in Italy. Interesting. Um, but there's no real explanation for it. Um, whether it's a hoax, whether it's something supernatural or whatever. Um, but a lot of people that's witnessed, they like show up in droves. Um, so it's just interesting that they put this as as like the the centerpiece of this, I guess. I mean, we're, but it has been documented m multiple times over the years. Well, we're in for this theming for a while now. As we move into Trek Two, God's Hand Killers. Continuing the theme that AMB kills demons. Mm -hmm. That they they kill, but it's it's a holy thing. It is. Which yeah. again is just It's frailty. The movie frailty. Yep. I need to re like I've seen a portion of it in the past. I really need to watch it. Because what I saw was not bad. That sounds pretty cool. interesting. And the synopsis is just kid's dad says he kills demons that are disguised as people. Now probably just people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have, like I said, this entire album, or at least the majority of it, produced by Otis, which he has a very distinctive sound um, <laughs> that is pretty consistent throughout here. That's not necessarily a, a bad or a good thing. It's stronger yeah. in some points. But this is, in my opinion, a really good opener. It is. It works. And I think it's a better version of the song Heat Seeker, which was the opening track from Blood and Blood Out. Except that one had ICP on the chorus for some reason. If, if I could remember, I'd, I'd say. <laughs> That's the one that you uh, I, I made do the recall joke what that, I said about it. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the Britney Spears song. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, listening to it, we didn't get to hear any of it. But, but Bone Stub, he got some flows. He's, mm -hmm. he's got some stuff in his pocket there that you can pull out. He's pretty clean on the mic. Yeah, and unfortunately, Bones Dub gets the Shaggy 2 Dope uh, treatment of almost never getting the first verse on yeah. any songs. Uh, yeah, that happens. That's whatever. 
He just likes I to mean, follow it up. Ultimately, Otis is probably the better overall lyricist, but when Bones writes something good, like he makes it he makes his voice heard. <laughs> also, we have to make note. Ginsu. Oh uh, yes. Haven't about haven't that. heard a good Ginsu line in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they like We've only heard that from them, right? I don't think anyone else has made that reference before. Or I did believe Twisted, Twisted did. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember who else it was. I am almost certain it was Twisted who did. Well, that makes and sense maybe because... maybe Shaggy 2 did at some point, too. Shaggy may have, yeah. But anyways, what, what about... It makes what about sense making because, sense? for reasons, <laughs> talk about it later. <laughs> but... I like uh, I do like the section that Bones Dub has. Um, it's uh, it's a little after like second section of his verse. Gotta take one shot. Gotta hit the puck. And want to fuck the cop. Gonna watch him drop. Like he does it so fucking clean. I couldn't do it right there. You do, but it sounds really good. Yeah, he and he's a he is a really really talented MC on the mic. And. When you peak early, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I, I can't remember honestly. Us, I, have so to, I have to check. I, I gotta re-listen to more of the later A and B stuff. But honestly, again, I think it's a really strong open. This is good yeah. um, because, actually, in a weird way, is is Bones better than Otis on this track? I think he is, which does not happen often. But. I don't know. I had to adjust the fuck out of the lyrics on this on Genius because they were bad. Yeah, Mustard. <laughs> mustard never touched yeah, this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to fix this. No, I would lot, say but... uh, in in a similar way to what I have said about Shaggy 2-Dope before, like, Shaggy 2-Dope has... He just has a history of doing more experimenting with his flows and stuff, and over time, I think it's paid off for him in some ways. And similarly, Bones Dub, I think he's just got more going on than than the young Wicked. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't either. But anyway, uh, I think we can move on. Got anything else? No, I think we're good. Track three, Overcome. Shit, 
my god, who was that? I have no idea. Okay. I don't think we'll ever hear them again. No. <laughs> Damn, Otis, you know, it must really suck, you know, to be called a slur. You know, what's that like? Damn. That's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> I know. I, too, have been called a cracker before. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. You uh, know, Bones Dub, I also hate the cops. I'm with you. <laughs> He'd be like, fuck the 5-0. Say it with me. Fuck, fuck the law. The law. <laughs> yeah. Um, legit, though, this is kind of like... This is their inspiring song. I which guess. I really wouldn't have kind of expected. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. They're, they're telling you, you know, hey, we, we went through some shit. And we're still working through it, and look where we're at now, and you can do it too. Even when people call you homophobic slurs. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it, this is this feels less like that and more of just like the standard hip-hop, like, I'm making it and I'm still doing it, y'all, thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we've never heard that on this show ever. No. And we'll never hear it again on this album. No. No, they don't it's they, they don't repeat stuff. That's it's that's unique. not that's not the way. What was the what was the other line on here that I like? Tried to shoot myself three times but I miss because I'm protected by it says protected by the voice. I think it's protected by the force. Um wow. which means that Bones Dub is a fucking nerd. <laughs> what? Who believes in Star Wars shit? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> I know. Nerds? A juggalo rapper being a nerd? Who'd have fucking thought? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't keep no talking one, about this. I'm, no, I'm done. No, no wonder Aaron is, is, has come to terms with the fact that he's a juggalo. Because <laughs> <laughs> all um, of them are fucking Star Wars nerds. They really are, though. I was actually really surprised that uh, the the Star Wars movie day at the gathering was Shaggy's day. Like, I did not know. Oh, yeah. He's a huge fucking fan. He actually has um, the... Is it the Sith symbol on his... Tatted on his neck? Oh, It's one of the two symbols is, like, on his neck. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's a thing. Um... I don't really have much else on this. I do like this song a lot, though. Like, it's honestly one of the highlights for me. I just, I really like the production. I like what they do on the song. Sorry. Um, the only thing that kind of sucks, though, is there's a very, very long skit that we have. Oh. I don't remember if you which wanna, one is. Okay. If you want to go to 253. Steve, come in, over. Steve, it's Pete. I'm uh, down here. No water, Costilla, East Costilla. I got uh, one of them Juggalo kids. I uh, got a Juggalo perp. He's a perp. Another one of them Juggalos. Another one pump. Fuck. Juggalo, 
before then because th that verse is way too fucking long we already got a hook so we're good it exactly. starts with one mike so this was actually just an otis solo track oh I, and, I didn't really pay attention to when it happened so and it's also the longest track on the album at five and a half minutes long no it is not it totally is you are incorrect. It is. That is. That's the longest one. <laughs> Anyways, you were going to say something. Mike. Yeah. You ever do something and. No. You just I've have never all done these anything. people who are just talking shit on you because they like hate what you do. I think that that is actually the ICP with we discord. Yeah, okay. Because so, everyone hates whenever I just voice my opinion on this show. So you would say that you have, like, I guess, haters, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that the definition of those people hating on the thing that I do would cause them to be uh, labeled as haters. Well, Mike, I've got some good news for you. This song Please right here? Me. This song yeah. right here? Mm-hmm. All it's this, this whole song is just here to say, "Fuck the haters." New theme song. That's it. Booyah! Just gonna play it everywhere I go. There's a cool beat on this one. It is. Yeah, that's about um, it. It's a "fuck the haters" it, track with a very good beat. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's way too fucking long though. This is where I stalled out. Uh, whenever I was doing my notes, the first, second, and third times. Um, I got three tracks in and then I just got stuck on this one and I'm like sitting there with a pen like what the fuck what do I what what is the what what about this 
and then it just kept playing through to the next song and i was just like oh i guess i'm just gonna let it go and think about it. i'm just gonna mull it over and then I, a couple tracks later i would go back and be like let's try again just, nope i am drawing no. nothing from this and then this last time i was just like oh it is just a fuck there's nothing deeper than no. just fuck the haters yeah, that's that's <sighs> all it is. Like I actually had very similar instances. I could not come up with more for it. Um, also, genius is wrong. Uh, Bones Dob is not on this track at all. The person on the chorus is um, one of the people who is also on Canonize. Um, goes by Flows. Hmm. I don't know who that is, but Bones Dub was actually there for moral support. He was f in the booth with him. F f flows Dub. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, this track is five and a half minutes of fuck the haters yeah. and it's, it's unnecessary. The song itself, like mute, the, the production is great. It's got a good instrumental, which Otis does very fucking well, yeah. but it did not need to be as long as it is. It's crazy that we had the last song that, um, had, that it was it was basically a short song and then had a minute and a half something skit. No, that's like looking looking at this song, I would have thought there was a skit on there, and it's not. No, and it's so it's wrong. Whatever, it's wrong. It's so annoying. You're annoyed by everything though, so. Yeah, you know what? That's me. That's my. That's that's how I operate in life. Just annoyed and frustration at everything I encounter. Well, not everything, just very specific things that aren't much. <laughs> that just happen to show up very frequently for me? Is yeah. That... Okay. <laughs> Thanks. And this is like a handful of things. It's like, ah, oh, this song's so long. Ah, oh, this song, it's, it's not that long, but this part of it is so long and I don't like it. Do <laughs> you have anything else for the song's song? too slow. This song Do you is have too anything fast. else for this one? <laughs> this porridge is too cold. Well, this next track is just right. Track five, Red Worm where I'm from. Red Rum where I'm from. <laughs> there we oh, go. Please cut that. <laughs> and I know you're not going to. What's that? I know you're not going to. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Red Worm. <laughs> yeah, it's red rum where I'm from. Come get some from the sick ones, broke ass millionaires and rich bums. It's all a matter of how you put it all together. We the type to wear scullies in hundred degree weather. I don't cut my own line flubs. I'm not gonna cut yours. <laughs> no one gets to look good on this. But we in this bitch and we be determined as fuck like fat kids steady chasing after the ice cream truck. What? Now here's one for all you MCs that wanted this. Next time you think about hating, remember this. I'm out on tour and your city's getting sick. So the next time you kiss your bitch, you might taste my dick. I am the blood that inks your pen. I am the sickness that infects your rhymes as you spit them. So as you rap and scream my name out, I'm making your tongue turn black and fall out of your mouth. It's red wrong where I'm from. Well, it's 303. Got a text and I just... It's red wrong where I'm from. Wicked 303. It's red rum where I'm from. Wicked 303. 
Oh man, who's that? I have no idea. Remember when we um did the commentary track for the music videos DVD? Yeah. Okay. And A and B had a video and it was three songs spliced. Uh one oh, after bonus another thing. Was that a bonus thing? No, it was thing? the bonus thing. It was it oh. was just one of the videos. But it was three of the songs from Blood In, Blood Out. They just cut like specific parts of it to make yeah. a music video. So they wouldn't have that problem on this uh, album because this song right here was a single that got a music video. Oh, okay. And to be fair, it's a pretty good one. Not a bad one to have a single. That's Not fine. a bad one to have a video. Um, I don't have anything special on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a solid song, yeah. but it's 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 Axe Murder Boys. Mike, let me tell you, my tell town, me. the town that I come from, mm-hmm. it's so hard, man. It's the hardest town in the borough, but specifically, me and my homies, and the like, the square footage that we reside in that's that's like the hardest part of the hardest town in the hardest borough well shit and we're all about the murder but we spell it backwards red ram (laughs) (laughs) you know you ever think about that you ever think about that no um there's a there's a line that otis says at the end with murder braids and shades, that's how I that's how I stay juggle load up. Uh, he does not have those anymore. No, he has like nice hair. <laughs> he has a haircut similar to what I did like four years ago, <laughs> with the shaved sides and like kind of the mohawk. Uh, thing yes. that's his hairstyle right now which means he's no longer a juggalo apparently oh you hear oh. that otis turned his back on the juggalos <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding though um i do like the song though it's pretty cool it's all right but there's no like there's there's nothing that's really doing a whole lot for me thus far five songs into this 19 track cd yeah there's not okay so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna foreshadow for you all right we're doing that now there's just not a whole lot to say about anything on this album yeah that's kind of the way that it is you know how we do i we try i but and there's just here, not not much to say about I genuinely this hour feel and bad. 13 minute and some change album. I genuinely feel bad when we can't talk on more stuff <laughs> without feeling like we're just reiterating the same stuff over and over again. Do I don't do? – I mean it's a free show. Who fucking cares? <laughs> but like I want to be able to give some people more, you know, because there's times where honestly it feels like we're just, you know – grasping and maybe people who've never heard of the album they're like oh at least i get to hear the first minute of each song (laughs) i mean yeah the thing is is we can only you know we can only talk about what we're given 
and we're not given much. <laughs> you know, like, in terms the... of substance, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I'm I'm given I'm given clay, but I'm not given water to help mold it. Exactly, and that's the thing. I guess. I I don't fucking know what I'm trying to come up I'm with. Anyway, you got anything but no else? DJ. Uh, exactly. No, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Track six, grinding slash. Irreversible pain when I came in the game. What it means to let an axe hang down from a chain. Choke anybody out forever cursing my name. I'll stick you with an ice pick and try to cool off your brain. I know it's strange, but we're doing great regardless of any doubt. I keep on grinding and shining. Nine pip is what I'm about. I'll teach a negative motherfucker what my life's about. With fire coming out my mouth in the midst of these rain clouds. Satan sits on my shoulder. The serpent thought he was slick. Had an evil life waiting for me, hoping I'd switch. I tried to stab him, but he vanished when I swung on that bitch. I dug a hole. Stuck my head in and screamed out, eat a dick I know he heard what I said, cause now he's planning my death Envious devils trying to collect my cheddar and bread But this is my meal, and I'ma eat it where I find it I'm a hunter, motherfucker, stay loaded up and grinding You don't really want it with me Stay the fuck up out my way, I got places to be Cause we hunt Destiny to shine and you'll find that I'm hunt You don't really want it with me Stay the fuck up out my way, I got places to be who was that? No idea. Um, so this track starts off pretty cool because it's just gets right into a fucking you know quick verse into a chorus. This is nice. Um, but. I have a note here that, unfortunately, I feel like you are going to say, but I already have it listed on note six. And and the note is Young Twisted. Mm-hmm. We got Jimmy Angerstones and, and Nitrogen are out here doing the do, and they're going to keep doing it. <laughs> That's what I this had song to think is. about that. <laughs> I really had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> because i was gonna say it before but throughout this whole thing bones dub he's sounding hella monoxide and i don't think he sounded as monoxide as he sounds here maybe on one other track i heard it a lot um the thing is we heard it more on blood and blood out i think we made that connection but on the hook on that oh, yeah. hook i i'd swear that fucking madrox is actually on that hook that is just his voice. That's just Jamie Madrox. You don't really want it with me. Stay the fuck up in my way. I got places to be because we... Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe. That could have been him. Well, no, hang on. Let me let me, let me play this game. Let me play back him. this up a little bit because I want to point out the specific one. Let me... Stay the fuck about my way. I got places to be, cause we just Jamie Madrox. That really does sound like Madrox. That's just Matt that is Jamie Madrox. I'd swear that he was just that he just stepped in for they were like, hey, can you just yell something for this? And he might not be credited, but as far as I'm concerned, he was in the booth for it. There is there is additional vocals on this track by Justin Malloy. But I don't know if that's on this track or on the other track. Yeah, and it does change into another one. It does, and I actually have the spot that you could go to if you want to play it. Uh-huh. 
It's it's like right literally at, right into the second verse. It starts cutting into it. At the second uh, chorus, uh, two minutes. You don't really want it with me. Stay the fuck about my way. Places to be, cause There's a puddle of blood, seven bodies in a circle. I won't hurt you dripping wet with my love. So dear de los muertos, I'm compared to a god or a dark lord of torture when I offer you up. See sacrificial tissue sizzling on the flame. Inhalation giving me shakes, I'm feeling strange. Talking board teaches me how to unlock my brain. The haters don't ever change, they just call it a game. When the peace move and teach you of the truth that come straight from the veins of the rivers beneath Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Salem, James rules Salem, but the witches couldn't save them. They all died, burned at the stake. Let me take them. The planet is baking. I'm thinking the father's forsaken. Wash away the sin with tsunamis and earthquakes and honor killings and burning buildings, hijacked planes. And I don't know where my. So, yeah, we get a, a solo uh, Otis track that is just it's one long extended verse, yeah. no chorus or anything like that. And it just ends with him saying, fuck the devil. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. And That's I kind of right. wanted that to be a full song on its own. <laughs> like I don't I don't care if you make this joke or whatever. I want storytelling on here. And there's not like any on this record. No. Which is for for a group that takes their name directly from an ICP song. <laughs> they did not necessarily follow that up in their like musical like stylings. Yeah. No, I mean like they are they are two guys who really fucking love ICP as like a cultural icon. Mm -hmm. Um, but they clearly model themselves after Twisted. Exactly. That's That's really what it is. That's (laughs) AMB. And, I mean, that's not a bad thing, because if you're going to, you know, be good rappers, (laughs) or you're trying to be good rappers, look to the other people who are on the label, and Twisted are the best ones. Yeah. Unless you want storytelling. If you, yeah, <laughs> just what well, yeah. you can do. <laughs> Get one every couple of years out of them. <laughs> Take your Ham Shabam and be happy with it. That's, Wait till next Christmas. That's, that's basically about right, though. I don't know. It's just for, especially because there's not... The idea of horrorcore at this point for groups that are on Psychopathic or Hatchet House or whatever you want to say is very limited. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess it. I, I hearing this track that was at the end where it's like, okay, you're kind of getting there. Give me more of that. No. And we never, yeah, we don't actually get that. We just get the little tiny bit, and that's it. It was like, oh, here you go. Nope, tease. Yeah. But 
Well, let's that's, continue that's... Our, our dive into AMB's love affair with ICP and their culture with track seven, Scrub Life. I, I can't stop. Get back, you in the presence of a real scrub Never did I give a fuck, vicious and wicked what? I bought hella flow for the dough and the cheese Cheeseburger and mass murder, it's worth it, G You heard of me, stripping scrub, L-I-F-E The FBI coming to try and stop A&B From being free, skeeting on the industry Witness me rip it like netting holes in pregnancy, come on Been a scrub ever since I was a young-ass kid Kicking it in the street, you'll peep when I be smoking on a split Waking up in somebody's house, I'm like, this ain't my fucking crib I think the night was just a myth, I can't remember what I did Creeped out the house and ripped up red dickies That were passed down to me from the motherfucking 60s But quickly, I want my scrubbing ass back to the liquor store Cause I'm trying to be fun of me a fucking hoe for show The scrub is in the house, everybody recognize I'm up in and out your lady's thighs with a sick surprise Wicked shit rapper got you bastards in a headlock Your girl sucked my dick for weasel, she the head shop A head shop, come from the land of the bloody red rocks Somebody call the cops, got caught Scrubbing in the porn Shop parking lot, they tryna block, but I can't stop. The scrub is in the house, everybody recognize. Scrub life, my my first note on here is they took it to heart. Mm-hmm. Now I want to just take a moment and stress that ICP always talked about being scrubs when they were younger. Yeah. Twisted mentioned it occasionally, here and there. Not a whole lot, but occasionally. AMB mentioned it quite a bit. Uh Uh-huh. Fast forward to now. You're not going to know this as much. No. But Ouija Mac fucking runs with that oh, shit. That, that I do know. Runs with that shit. Uh-huh. Prices of his merch don't reflect that. Anyways, going on. <laughs> um, I have another note here that says Otis no. And I know what that means, but where is it? <laughs> you can say. Oh, I see exactly where it is. Uh, verse four, my boys about that axe tatted on they back. We the new 300 fighting Uh, a million fucking oof. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) I just love that. That's, that's the note that I write for literally any of these fucking songs, albums, anything. It's rapper. No. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, to be honest, what? There's really nothing going on in this. The whole scrub thing, it's whatever. Like, I think the scrub thing is like, oh, hey, we're poor. Yeah. But well, that's we're one still aspect cool. of it. Well, that that's like an aspect of it, but that's not actually what it's about for them. Like, you know, there's the whole thing of like, I'm poor, and, you know, so I, you know, wear hand-me-down shit, and I look kind of fucking shabby and stuff and that's just kind of yeah. who, who i is and you know what taking pride in in who you are and stuff and accepting that about yourself and living proud regardless sick right but that's not what this is about that's not what the scrub life thing is about for them now it's about them just being like yeah i don't wash my ass <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it 
I'm a scumbag. I suck shit. It's, it's, it's also like, yeah, I use it as an excuse to be an asshole. Uh-huh. It's like, no, that's not that's not what you do. Like, you should not want to be that kind of person. You want to be fucking cool just to show that, oh, yeah, I got a good heart. That's why I'm a God's hand killer. <laughs> I kill demons and I'm not an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't get no bitches if I'm an asshole. But apparently these scrubs can. I don't fucking know. Uh, no bitches. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Like, when TLC was talking about no scrubs, <laughs> like, it's not simply the fact that, you know, you're poor or whatever. It's that you bring nothing to the table on any fucking level. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Otis and Bones dub? TLC don't want you. Exactly. Improve yourselves. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Otis doesn't have to. <laughs> no, apparently not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we can move on now to track nine, uh, Underground Sorcerer. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Shreve. Yes. That this isn't Track 9 Underground Sorcerer. Yes. Why not? Foolish little phonies finally feeding for fat. Blood saying in the background. 
keeps going, no. So fresh. No. Uh, this track is just them trading one-liners. They do have a couple verses in here. I think just two of them, honestly. Two long verses. And then the rest of it is just them over this chorus. Just one-liners back and forth. And yeah, it is precisely 10 minutes long. Why? Seriously, why? This is one seventh of the entire length of this album. Uh -huh. <sighs> yep. So, my first time listening to this album. Uh huh. Walking around campus. Here we go. I'm listening. And I'm like, all right. I'm feeling this. This is a pretty good album. This song comes on. I'm like, okay. I'm just vibing. And I like. I'm not paying attention then. And then like after a minute or two, like it kind of just hits me again. I'm like, did I actually like hit repeat or something? Did I hit back or whatever the fuck? And then I look, and. The track says it's around like the five and a half minute mark. And I'm like, what? And I look and it sees 10 minutes. Whenever I ripped this, I didn't pay attention to how long the songs were. So throwing it onto my iPod, and then I see this, I'm like, what? Is there a skit? Is it like, does it cut in the middle and do something? No. And I'm like, you are fucking kidding me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> It was just not a good time. I would take an instrumental of this and solo over it for like 10 minutes. Like, the instrumental's cool. It's funky. The chorus is cool. But I don't need the fucking random one-liners from A and B and I guess their canonized crew. I don't need it. This is for the golden gold ice people. No. Oh, it is. No! That was the same kind of thing. I don't know why you are so defensive of fucking Golden Goldies. <laughs> Over being compared that was as bad to this. As this. Oh my that god. That was not as bad as this! Oh, it was. I listened to it. I know it was. <laughs> Your opinion is heavily skewed. By what? How bad Golden Goldies was? <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> Can we please move on? You're just biased because it's terrible. I guess if that's what bias is now. Yeah, sure. Can we please move on? Well, no, because I still have things to say about this. Hurry the fuck up. Uh, so this song is not just called Fresh. It is called F-R-E-S-H. It's, uh, it's an acronym that stands for something I don't remember. Family remains eternal, stop hating. Oh, that's what it is? Okay. And I think Jiggles brought it up and I was just like, I'm not going to remember that and I don't know. I mean, Otis mentioned it in the song. Oh, did he? Yes. Oh. He, he straight up says it. Well, I, I was checked out, so... <laughs> <laughs> this comes on and as far as I'm concerned, it is just uh, fucking instrumental because I'm checked out of it. I'm not... I'm not paying any attention to it. Um, but yeah, 
and it's, you know, I think it's pretty fresh, you know? Please go to the next song. No, I mean, listen to how fresh it is. I don't want to listen to the rest of this Are song. Are you hearing the freshness here? I swear to God. Mike? I will cut this shit off. <laughs> how? <laughs> so what are you going to stop? I'll just, I'll just go away. I'll just fucking leave. <laughs> Drive to your house and play it outside your window. Also, to be fair, I don't think that we can have all of this playing during the fucking actual episode. Yeah, done it. <laughs> Anyway. We did with like homies once, but not a 10 minute long song. <laughs> Twice, honestly. <laughs> anyway, that's that Wait, fresh. what was the other one? I mean, I don't remember. I mean, I know for our, our intro, our first episode ever, like the pre episode, we did, we had Hocus Pocus playing for the whole thing. And then oh, Piggy Pie, I, actually the one right after, too. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. But uh, then also, I believe I've played years. homies several times. <laughs> Straight up did. All right, let's just move the fuck on, please. Because okay. we're not we're not even at the halfway mark. Track nine. Track number nine, Underground Sorcerer. Your mind up. I'm on a mission, I'm tight, just like virgin vaginas. So call me a pussy if you like. I'll still slaughter your ass with an axe or on stage with a fucking mic. I got the sickness, ambitious, you witness my new predictions that the axe would rise and annihilate all you bitches. Y'all suspicious, but no suspect can prepare for what's next. These haters ain't no pussies, they more like butt sex. Fucking disgusting, but hey, that's your thing, bro. I see they hate me, but really they want my wang. Whoa, my nuts hang low, me and my girl. Roll with a murder rag and a five-inch axe chain on. It's 303 reppin'. My music is my message. So in that case, I'll say fuck y'all and God bless them. Check my track record. Check my last record. My cold sorcery enforces me to call wreck it. What? I'm underground I'm underground, which means I'm homophobic and also a carbon copy of someone else. Yeah, so um, this point in Genius, there's no lyrics. Yeah. Um, until the second to last track. Um, so this is where it was harder for me to actually take notes. I hate that that's unfortunately how my brain operates. But uh, yeah, listen to it right there. Holy fuck, uh, Otis, dude. Fucking chill, man. Like, seriously. It's not a great look. Um, Stop being a dick. <laughs> just plain and simple. You know, look, they they have their idols, and they're going to follow them. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Is this is this where they're they're following the twisted route? <laughs> with with some some of the early monoxide lines, I mean honestly, they're following both of their idols. <laughs> yeah. 
man, it's rough to listen to some of that old stuff. Uh, and then listen to this, which came out in 2008, which would have expected it to be slightly better, but apparently not. No. I don't know why you'd expect that. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what I expect at this point anymore. <laughs> even of albums that I listened to right when they released. <laughs> like, we're literally at the point where everything that's come out now, I got within its, like, within a few months of it releasing, if not the week of it releasing. Mm-hmm. And thinking about, like, lines said and stuff, because maybe I just haven't listened to it in forever, is just interesting to me. Yeah. Like, the shit that I miss. But then also, I wasn't really paying attention to it as much in 2008. Yeah. Hell, at the time, I was still probably saying some of the words, which, you know, regrettable, but can only learn from it. Uh, Just, goddamn. I don't even have anything for, like, the rest of the song. All I put was... That there's amazing production on this. I did put though that at 221 there's a beat change and that's really fucking good. If you want to play a little bit of that, when? Uh, at 221. Never mind. I'm wrong. That's on. Uh, that's actually my note for the next uh, song. You fool! I did not pay attention. I suck. <laughs> you can just cut that. Nope. Anyway. Um... So I had this had a cool hook. That's all though. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's stunting. Here we are. We're in the stunting zone. Everybody, we've been in the stunting zone, but yeah, it's just we're deep in the stunting take, zone. Take a look at us stunting. Here we are, underground. You know that, that's us. Did you know that we are so cool and we rep the underground? Yep. We're. But did you did you hear us when we said that we rep the underground and we're so cool? <laughs> We're underground on an independent label that releases <laughs> nationwide. <laughs> That's us. Woo. Track 10, Apocalypse. <laughs> It's where I'm from and this wicked shit I spit My wicked work is never done Now it's all on me To make it work Gotta let the flower grow From the water and the dirt Now it's plain to see We underdogs but that ain't never stopped us From taking over it all And when I come so raw I keep it all spit enough raps to crack my own jaw Watch, I, I, I never use a condom When I'm fucking your mind frame Epileptic energy defending my rhyme scheme Mankind mistakenly made me a mad martyr My last rhyme courageously made me the Don Dada A bomb harder, bomb First, I rhyme curse, cause the planet is planning to plant a virus on my shirt. So when I wake up in the morning and I dress for war, I die before I make it outside the front door. Hell no, they didn't anticipate that my soul operates independently from my body. No control, dig a hole in your fucking chest. Fuck all the rest, I stay blessed, even in moments of overwhelming stress. I'm a vet, I got pics, flicks, and texts of the prophecy that's obviously coming to our death. No rest, for the wicked way I walk around. I'm alive, eyes to the sky, never half dead and head down. So this is where I said that Otis has amazing production. <laughs> That's pretty cool. 
I really like this beat, and that chorus is very cool with the uh, the chorus, but like the the chorus of people behind them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, bad people die, and yeah, we'll, we'll start over without them. That's what they do. I guess. It's just. By the way, underground. Yeah. Want to label that? Releases? Shut the fuck up. Internationally, <laughs> in fact. They, they release internationally. They don't have a strong um, international presence. They certainly have one. A little bit, I guess. I mean, they apparently did. We had... We got people from across the pond who have told us of their experiences with psychopathic. <laughs> they got it <laughs> the somehow. One, the one time that there's been, uh, um, you know, a tour across seats. Yeah. Uh, so this is the one that I said at 221, there is a beat change. So yo, if you came to be entertained, and follow me into an underground realm Where the earth shakes, the world quakes, and your brain breaks when the motherfucking DJ What's my DJ name? Tell me my DJ name Fuckin' show gun, get him Nuggets, Carmelo, Anthony, smoke weed and love it. Got a grow room dream, supplying my whole team. Blunts twisted, keep them apocalyptic thoughts clean. Drop green on a bitch. There you go. That beat is so fucking good. It's pretty cool. Um, and hearing um, like the bells. That is such a like underrated instrument to put in a beat. Yeah, because. The immediate song that comes to mind for that is uh, the intro track to It's Dark and Hell is Hot by DMX. Uh. It is so fucking good. But, man, I like that beat more than I like the the bass one for Apocalypse. (laughs) Like, I would have liked a full song of that. But, alas. uh, Shout out to uh, DJ Shogun, though. Because, damn, that shit was good. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but it was fucking sick. It's pretty good, pretty good. Nice, nice to have the uh, the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Church Bells. Remember when we had a set of those in the band room? Specifically for the 1812 Overture and Symphonic Band? Uh, because at the end of it, like, there's a whole lot of Church Bells, like, because the fucking... You know, it's it's supposed to be like all of the churches in the town ringing their bells and stuff. So literally there was a section at the end of the 1812 Overture where we were just beating the shit out of them. Like not playing anything <laughs> in particular. We were just making noise on the church bells. That was sick. I don't even remember that. Oh. I do remember playing 1812 Overture because yeah. I loved it. But <laughs> <laughs> that song is fucking sick. Um, but yeah, I don't remember that. Big cannon blasts and the church bells, man. What a time. We're not talking about cannon blasts. We're talking about AMBs and their label Canonize. Dude, oh man, I wish that we were, I wish that track was next. <laughs> that would have made it so much better. 
You fucked up. I didn't fuck up. <sighs> Track 11, Rose Garden. The stench of bodies rotting inside this place No escape from the years of sacrificial waste Breaking bread, cadavers dead And devils dying to dead me Cause I got a body count that amounts to the Dead Sea Full of sin, don't let me fall in love again The love I have for erasing hatred from the world we're in The worthless skin and flesh of a nation possessed Garden of blood, host of departed, laid to rest Black rose, darkest black licorice Surrounded by a black fence where black crows sit and wish The black rose I sniff smells like the black soul That fertilizes it Smoke rising to the mist as I Black rose is Like wicked wood, homie, come and wake me up This is the point, surprising I know, where I want more substance from AMB. I literally could not pay attention to this track at all. But this is where it's about that movie. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's like they're vaguely gesturing at, at mm. the Bill Paxton movie at this oh, point. Oh, they've never done that ever. Uh but they're like vaguely gesturing even harder. Like this, oh. this is about so instead of instead of this, they're like, well, like you know, initially they were just kind of like shrugging at it, and now like they're kind of bringing the arm up a little bit. It's kind of halfway throwing an arm at it. Um, but yeah, it's something about. Again, I read the plot synopsis and I have not seen this fucking movie, but somebody's buried in a rose garden, maybe the dad or something. Uh, but in this case, I think they're just talking about like burying the people that they kill in it or something like that. I don't know. Uh, like, OK, here's here's the thing about this, right? You know what? It's on HBO Max. I can watch this. OK, I can't. I'm going to I'm going to watch it tonight, maybe. Good luck. I probably won't. But maybe I will. Also, the devil is bad. They mentioned that, too. Um, wait, wait. Hold on. Well. Hold on. Hmm? Hold on. They said it, not me. You're telling me. <laughs> Controversial, that, I know. That the devil. Hmm? Satan. Uh-huh. Lucifer. Well, no. Different. Wait. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, scratch that. The devil. Bad? Controversial, I know. Fake news. But, uh, no, so, okay, here, here's the thing, right? I've listened to a, a handful of things that are, like, you know, based on some other media. Okay. That's, like, you know, I've listened to concept albums and stuff that are about other stuff, but also things such as Coheed and Cambria, which is just based on comics that Claudio Sanchez wrote whenever he was a kid and later like produced into actual full things with image comics and all that stuff. But like the thing of it is 
is that A, he wrote those. Uh, B, the comics themselves are fairly disjointed because a lot of it is literally just him talking about a thing in his life through them. You know, various frustrations that he had as a teenager. So whenever you have songs that are based on it, yeah, they're making references to things that are going on in it, and sometimes they don't make the most sense, but you can still kind of grasp an overarching vibe to them and understand what he's kind of saying in them. Like when he has, you know, a character that kind of is there to represent his own awkwardness in, you know, relationships and all that stuff and not being able to figure out how to how how to do the whole girls thing as a teenager just being just feeling weird and stuff and it's like it comes out in that but then in this one it's just kind of like we really like this movie and this is a thing that's in it (laughs) and that's what we get (laughs) and so it's just kind of like okay yeah you can do that but i don't have much to say about it beyond just You're still mostly stunting, (laughs) but also gesturing at a movie. (laughs) That is... Yeah, that's about it. I I wish that there was more, but there isn't. Oh. Um, And also, this is one of the ones where I'm like, I just don't care for the beat. If at least the beat was a little bit more salvageable for me, I would be like, "Eh." yeah. I just don't. But, unless you have anything else to talk about. No. I think we can can move on to track 12. The best song. Canonize. Watching you. Somebody tell me why I'm still alive Cause I'm a motherfucking kamikaze bitch I ride I remember the day my grandfather died You gotta understand the man is Garcia pride So now I tatted on my neck and this is canonized I rip the wicked shit and only for the fam I die I take a bullet for anybody who rep the axe And canonizes my protection defenses against the wet Give it back, yo A lot of people say we changed My records are still psychopathic and my music is hella strange And my black suburban be making noise when I ride in my real life Production is bumping, we call it canonized This is scrub life Fresh crew, everybody true, fuck you What you gon' do when we all on the surface? Canonize, bring the shine, that's my only purpose Murder mission, this is scrub life Fresh crew, everybody true, fuck you What you gon' do when we all on the surface? Canonize, bring the shine, that's my only purpose who was that? I have no idea. Thank you, DJ Clay, for uh, producing the best track on here. Hmm. Um, it's very, very DJ Clay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, holy shit, I love this fucking song. Um, so this is them basically just... Just... 
stunting yeah, about their label. They're, they're like underground saints or something, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> there it is. Um, so, here is... I didn't know that, that was their cool. label, so I was just like, I don't know, I just know what canonized it, means. Yeah, it was like it was like their their imprint. Um, so there's one of the coolest fucking lines in any fucking rap song. Okay. In Otis's verse. A lot of people say we change. My records are still psychopathic, and my music is hella strange. So psychopathic and strange music. Mm-hmm. My black suburban be making noise when I ride suburban noise records. And my real life production is bumping. We call it canonize real life productions was Esham's label. So literally just shouting out all of these prominent underground labels, but like making it all make sense in that line is just so fucking cool. Mm. I love that so goddamn much. It's very clever, in my opinion. That's all. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and I just really like the song. I think the chorus is cool. Yeah, it's all right. And then there's a little, like, kind of skit at the end. Is there? That leads into the next oh, song. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and then the next Do you one. have anything else on this, though? Nope. Nothing. Oh. Okay. No, it's, it's, they're just starting again. It's whatever. Just more starting. Okay, the chant okay. and the hook is cool. Fine. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I just. We're 12 fucking tracks into this, and it's just not. They're not giving me material. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Well, then, if you want to go, I assume it's within the last, like, seven seconds or so yeah basically um something like that yeah. we can go into the next track track 13 be the stripper up stomp her down be the stripper up stomp her down fuck your dick skia look at that ass got my dick on hard but she passed a couple of minutes and i'm gonna need some new pants i don't give a fuck if you got some mans slap that motherfucker back with them pants back to my spot gonna get you hot with a lot of this murderous love Tattoos, girl, I'ma smash you and get back to being a scrub. I'll be out on the road if you're sending me cell phone pictures of her naked ass. The whole crew take a look at her too. What do I do? Tell her she go and try not to laugh. You're fucking crazy if you think you're getting over on me. I'll be Mr. OT, pussy hole killer, aka the fucking heartbreak kid. Give me some of that cap, baby girl, don't scratch her. I have to hack your face. That's just my style. Give me your vertical smile, open up and give my dick a taste. Don't let it go to waste. Skeet, skeet all over your face. Ain't near nine and no letting safe. I never used the condom that. This is uh, produced by Improv. I don't know who that is. I don't either. This is the Jiggles song of the album. (laughs) Probably. Uh, I I think Canonize was, actually. Well, Underground Sorcerer, maybe. That was what I think, yeah. And one towards the end, I know that much. Yeah. Um, I feel like people like 
AMB and basically everybody on psychopathic records. It's just like stick to sex dolls, I guess, because that's that honestly just sounds like what you're looking for. <laughs> you just go with that. So, real quick, um, we were having a conversation with Aaron and Eric and mentioned um, very briefly about different terms for vaginas. Oh, yeah. And vertical smile is one that I totally forgot about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I haven't heard it since I think there was a, a, a line that Two Dope said in. Oh, man, what song was it? It's it's like. I think it's like Jekyll Brothers era or something. Where he says vertical smile. And it's just so funny to think about. And I haven't heard it again until this song. But something that I was thinking about with this song. This easily could have been a Tech 9 song made between 2006 and 2009. Mm -hmm. Probably on Killer, to be completely honest. The production is yep. there. It sounds like a Tech 9 song. It do. Um, Otis is rapping is very tech nine ish and the chorus i could easily hear like tech would probably be doing it but that part where there's he's doing like the yelling in the background that's chris calico right there yeah. this would have been a tech nine song like hands down uh -huh. in probably on in 2008 like on killer and it's so weird to think about so this dude did a good job of Improving as as seven, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know, I was just happy to see you actually like shake your head and agree with me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I was thinking that as I was listening to it, I was like, yes. Yeah, oh, really? That track. Yeah, cool. Go me. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else. <laughs> and look, I feel like that's if there's one thing that the two of us usually will will come together on, it's that. Yeah, this sure is a Tech Nine track that we're listening to right now. The couple times <laughs> that it happens. Yeah, yeah. Like that that one on Independence Day that I don't remember. Maybe the two on Independence Day that wasn't the one that wasn't a Tech Nine track. <laughs> the there one, was a the Tech one Nine that track had on Tech there. Nine on it. No, no, I think the ICP <laughs> one. Oh, Monsters Ball. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think that's yeah. I think that was. The chorus is very like yeah. Chris Calico should have been on that and whatnot. Anyway. Well, yeah. done with this substance. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to the next thing. Trek 14. Peace. Bye. Uh, he, he left me. Got him. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's going to cut this out or not. The motherfucker just like ended the call on me. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, hold on now. I need to fucking. Yeah, no, I'm getting it. <laughs> Asshole. I need to reset some stuff. It's all good. Fucking hell. It was worth the joke. <laughs> it would have right. been better if we actually like can record this visually. Track 14, Apparently peace. Not. Performances among primitive people is the 
exorcism or demons by a shaman to cure the sick. This exorcism is performed in wartime and in times of peace. I'm like, fuck cocaine, you're all going to hell I'm sniffing powder off a Kurt Cobain shotgun shells Now I'm high off the hatred he probably felt We're all calling for peace and still praying for help I smell demons in the air when I step out the house I called them out, now they foaming at the mouth It's about time you stop killing all of our brothers You motherfuckers with the poison You and your boys be feeding to each other Yo, visit the graveyard, day of my death Come back and bury all you motherfuckers Who next? I got a mad grip of killer shit Hitting the streets, dead poet over beats, bringing freedom and peace. So peep, I know you hate me, but my God is stronger. I'll watch my adversaries burn in the flames of their karma. I never represent with demons, and I'm killing the beast. I challenge Satan in my sleep, but the devil don't want no beef. No justice, no motherfucking peace. I be reversing irreversible speech. Now everybody want a peace, but nobody want peace. So grab your peace and take a piece out your jaw. God's all your teeth. Bouncing off the street, I love the tendency to bleed. I'm a beast. My hatchet had to handle hella beef. My crew assaults you in the Venues in the middle of the streets Please listen to the lesson that I teach Use your fucking mind inside All of my enemies are fucking weak What the fuck you talking about? Why don't you lay it out? Wow, who is that? No idea Anyways God is on my side But not anime <laughs> Just Just that Yeah I like the you know, the intro where they're like, this is the way that people from different cultures talk. People who would believe in voodoo and such. And it's like, okay. You don't really need to do that. Whichever one of you did that. Because I, I know it was one of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, a, a piece that's rife with injustice is uh, bullshit. Yeah. There's a word for I can't I wasn't able to think during this. My brain's just been completely fried while I was writing this. Uh there's there's a term for is this like negative peace or something? I can't remember what the fuck they say. That's it, there's a term that somebody used once referring to uh times of quote unquote peace, like, you know, whenever we're not at war, but people are still suffering because there's just an absence like it's not really peace it's an absence of people calling for justice uh so if it's negative peace uh negative peace refers to the absence of violence when for example a ceasefire is enacted a negative peace will ensue it is negative because something undesirable stopped happening okay Hmm. the violence stopped the oppression ended interesting okay i'm not sure if that's what you meant i don't know sounds weird Anyways, what's up? Editing Shmeev here with a quick addendum to this. Um, the term negative peace refers to the absence of direct violence, which is to say, you know, people being hurt and killed, etc., etc. Um, whereas positive peace would be the absence of indirect violence, structural things, and all of that. Uh, so that was what I was talking about. It's just. If you look up definitions for it, the first one is kind of incomplete and stuff. Uh, so I just want to throw that in here. All right. Uh, back to the episode. Peace. But yeah, uh, that's they're, they're talking about that a bit in there. And yeah, 
that's good stuff. I like that. Thank you for 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 bringing that so I could talk for a minute about that. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, that's it. It's not a bad I, track. I like I like the use of the word peace in the chorus. It's good. Yeah. Um, just various uses of it, the <laughs> different spellings, is very cool. Well, Mike, I personally hate that they rhymed peace with peace with peace. You know, you know, That's it's, it's okay. I'm sorry. It's 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 almost as egregious <laughs> as Pitbull rhyming Kodak with Kodak. <sighs> or Busta Rhymes rhyming <laughs> my dude with my dude. <laughs> No, I mean, they just straight up rhymed peace with peace with peace, though. <laughs> they did. I just... <laughs> but it is okay, because they are different words. They are. But, you know, that's... That's the, the inherent contradiction of, of rhyming and such. Is that a perfect rhyme is just the same word. I mean, yeah. You know, that's... So. We are really uh, reaching at this point in the album, so I think we should continue moving on. Track 15, Karmakazi. <laughs> yeah! I'm still fighting till the day I be dying No fuck around and I be trying to be fighting Off all the line that's going down I'm just saying Give me a fucking bone Can't even feel it right at home When I know there's something wrong Although we all smoke Something do our thing and rep our shit We legit Why you and your clicker acting like a bitch You know it is what it is Kamikaze is alive Seamless like a red sky The demons are about to die At the hands of fate Regulate on any devil's see. Cause it's about time they can't be seen Scream my name, know what I mean well, I smoke up that green I slit a fucking throat, no fucking choke Dropping blood on beats I'm the one on the run from 5-0 Don't beat me down for being down and walking around you ho Dive bomb strike in the middle of your house Come about what's right to do Keep in mind which path you choose What the fuck's now? Demons getting shut down 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 Shaking what can't be shook. Look, there ain't no moving me, motherfucker. I'm true to thee. Kamikaze and the shit I believe. I'm begging you, please help me kill this fucking disease. At ease, you ain't protected by them satanic rituals. Something about like uh, sacrificing one's own innocence to save others, maybe. God and stuff. I don't know at this point. Yeah. There's a there's a guest artist on here, uh, Prey. Who was somebody who was on Canonize? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm reiterating stuff that I've said. Cool production. This album's this album's too long. <laughs> it's too fucking long. You think That's they could all. have gotten this published on Tooth and Nail? <laughs> I think that there is quite a bit too much uh swearing um to to warrant uh 
a nationwide release on Tooth and Nail. Oh, also, he is an underground sorcerer, and that's uh, no good. Oh, yeah, no. Can't do that. No. Mm-mm. Mm. Also, Skeet is bad. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's true. There's a lot of things that is that are talked about in this album that would uh, heavily prevent a tooth and nail release. Uh, anything else? No. Let's just go. Let's keep going. Oh, I do want to bring up, actually, okay, uh, that they used the term Karmakazi earlier on this album. They Possibly did. Possibly on Canonize or something. Because I'm a motherfucking Karmakazi bitch I ride. That's on Canonize. Yeah. Before this song happened. So everyone's just yes. kind of like, what the fuck does that mean? And then you get here like, oh, shit. Oh, that. That's what he meant. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's sounds about right. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move Track on. Track 16, My Brother's Keeper. A sickness inside what you see I'm begging you please help me kill this fucking disease I'm in the streets with my homie Big B Disciples they come alive fall before us at our feet please Arise brothers we walking through earth's passageways Spreading the truth and preparing for earth's blackest days I never sleep cause if I do I fear I'll pass away People will snatch my soul and fabricate me into a castaway Fall to my knees I know the Lord is watching me Work out my salvation with all fear and trembling Remembering he's the one who brought me back like the Doc and Michael J. Fox in a DeLorean hatchback. Scratch that, I'm living like a pack rat, attaching people's pain to the brain beneath my beanie cap. I mean with rap, but that ain't what the dream's about. I'll be my brother's keeper, keeping them covered with the axe. It ain't about this and that, man, it's all about family. I ride for everybody on the planet that I stand in, G. Only exception for the ones trying to damage me. Lost souls, cold evil in their hearts and their sanity. Who is that? That was Big B. <laughs> Followed very quickly uh, after by Dirtball. Who I don't think that we've heard on anything uh, thus far. But we've heard some Big B. We heard him on a Blaze track and we heard a Blaze verse on a Big B track. Yeah. And we, we've we've done a couple Big B songs in our band. <laughs> but then there's Dirtball, and I like Dirtball a lot. He's cool. Hmm. And Big B's verse on this was better than the one that we heard on the Blaze song. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, that was... Um... Oh, fuck. What was that one called? Exactly. It was on Clockwork Gray. Anyway, they're like flipping around that that Bible quote. You recall the Bible quote? I don't. The one that's in the title. I do. I do you no not know what that one references? Not at all. That's a Cain and Abel thing. Uh, oh. Whenever Cain murdered the fuck out of Abel, and uh, God's like, "Hey, Cain, you seen your brother?" And he's like, "What? Well, my brother's keeper." <laughs> Just sassing uh-huh. at God. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, this one is more like saying, like, I mean, yeah, actually, uh, this this one's about the homies. About how, you know, you got, got their backs and stuff. Because you are oh. your brother's keeper, you know? Oh, you should okay. look out for each other. It's good to do. Oh. 
You shouldn't murder see, them. See, any knowledge that I have regarding Kane, I just know that he never, he never actually like was ever able to like one up um, his brother. No. Uh, Mark Calloway, the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he had the only time. time it ever, the only time it like ever really happened was um, at Survivor Series in like 2003, I think, where he buried him alive. But then he came, then the Undertaker came back. Yeah, and beat him at uh, at WrestleMania 20. Yeah, I don't think so the Undertaker ever became a governor though. Uh, neither did Mayor. Kane. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you know, you know what it is. <laughs> Public servant. That's true. <laughs> well, who knows? World's his oyster now. Well, I honestly don't want either of them doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that he's gonna be at uh, Steel City Con? Oh, that's great! Wow. The, Unders- the Undertaker. You know who else is? All of the Hobbits. Oh, all of them are gonna be there. Yep. I totally forgot about well, that. Not like all of them, but the four. The four, yeah, the four that matter. Bilbo matters. No. Um. What a bitch. <laughs> See if I was because I am going to go to Steel City Con. Oh, um, and if I were to go and like, if I were to meet any of them, I'd be like, I want to go and meet Elijah Wood. Be like, can you sign my copy of The Faculty? I don't know what that is. Oh, that movie is fucking great. Oh, okay. It's really good. You might actually enjoy it. Oh, it was in one of my top five movies of all time. You know, on that podcast I did with Blade. Oh. I think you should watch it. You'll like it. You'll probably like it more than this album. Anyways, my brother's keeper. Um, Big B and Dirtball stand out, um, if only because they're doing something different to everybody else in this entire album. That's about it. Yep. Thanks for dropping something that I could pick up a reference to, guys, and talk about it for a couple seconds. That's it. Track 17, Heart Attack. Hell yeah, motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Fresh crew in the motherfucking house. O-T-I-S. What up, Bones Dub? That's the shit. That's the real shit. Smash on these motherfuckers. Ride with me, homie. Never die with me, homie. Gripping, crying with me, homie. Make them peep game like they know me. This is O-T. I'm a man standing by my lonely like an OG. 21, so I'm done. At least I ain't already done. Come and get me, cause I'm right here. Afraid to die. No, cause when I finally go, I'll be free from all of you assholes. I'ma get this cash flow and laugh when the show pass your city. Y'all acting shitty. Let me see if you can get with me. See, I'll be coming with another wicked word. I've been eating people scurvy and I'm both a hell of hurt. I'll evil people on the planet Earth. On the first, I'll be better than you with my worst. And I know it hurts. Gotta murder, gotta get him in the dirt. Bloody t shirt, but it be hurt when you're living in a casket. Rap turned into a competition to say the word. Motherfucking the most of the fastest. Nigga, I've gotta slow it down and just mash. Cause I ain't asking for acceptance. I'm relentless with an axe and it's my. I'm smashing Charlie Manson ain't shit My family be legit Down to ride and let a bullet from a nine collide with you inside I'ma watch you die, bitch Heart attack Nobody's leaving here alive Nobody's leaving here alive Heart attack Nobody's leaving here alive 
Who's that? I don't know who that is. Uh, thank you, DJ Clay, yeah. for doing awesome fucking production again. There he is. He he knows when to show up and do a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, stunting. Yeah, I I think they're stunting here. I'm pretty sure that what we're hearing could be could be considered stunting. And it's like like they're really stunting on like the flow side of things here. Mm-hmm. And they're they're ripping it. It's, it's some good stuff. It's a good change up uh late in the album. Yeah. Would have been nice to have it sooner. Nah. Just a bit. <laughs> I got nothing else though. Nope. I'm <laughs> Again, consistency is key, I guess. And the best part of this album so far throughout the entire thing has been production's consistent. Yeah, so that's good. But I guess we can move on. Track 18. I stay wicked. Hey yo, I'm flipping like Leatherface, sipping blood on a dark staircase. Forever and a day, you never hesitate. Never done wicked as I come. Axe rags tied and twisted around the barrel of my Tommy guns. I give a fuck willing to speak on anybody tripping on me. Wolfing weak or bringing beef peep. I got the mind up a creep. I'll leave a hottie's body chopped up in a mess of her mommy's bed sheets. Uh, it's all too much for me to cope with. Picked a bag of weed out the toilet and smoked it. I call it dope shit. I'm hopeless. My life's so tangled, it's like I strangled my soul in the smoke rising up from a roach clip. I body tracks like them East Coast cats. Make beats with the sound of my nuts slapping your lady's ass crack. And in the midst of my dick sliding and slipping, I throw up the fucking dub forever, keeping it west side. You ain't never gonna move me, cause I ain't never moving, no. Who's that? I don't know. So this track is called I Stay Wicked. Yeah. To that I respond, we know you've said it this entire album. Hang on a second. Yeah. Maybe we're misunderstanding. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Check this out, right? All right. You know the term lit, right? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like that really kind of came in. Like, I'm sure Lit has probably been around for a very long time, but it really came into prominence, like, fairly recently. I mean, if I remember correctly. I mean, the band Lit was in the 90s. Yeah, I mean. But I feel like the the term as, like. They've been around since 1988. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. But but the term like you know in the way that you know it's been used in in the generation now, like yo that shit is lit. Yeah, shit is litty, yo. I'd say like you know late late 
2010s. Gonna get lit. I feel like, honestly, probably just right pre-coronavirus. Yeah. So maybe, maybe what they're saying actually is Mm -hmm. I stay wicked like a candle because they're lit. And they're just that far ahead of the game. But they're pronouncing it like wicked, like like you would say a thing as like a peasant in the Middle Ages, but like one in a play because they probably didn't actually talk like that. But like in a play you would because that's what people think. It's like you know Shakespeare is actually supposed to be done in like – an American accent. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, that yeah. is the uh, that was the accent of poor people. So, <laughs> so that that was the, the English people. accent before America happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I think you might have something there. Yeah. But not going to look any further into it. Well, they're definitely stunting here. Oh, just a bit. I, find, I think I think we've firmly landed on stunting for this one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Whereas for heart attack, I was like stunt. I was pretty sure, but I wasn't really paying enough attention to the lyrics to tell. Um, but on this one, I was like, oh, they're definitely stunting. Oh yeah, they're they're a hundred percent stunting. There, yeah, there's. If you questioned it, you would be like wrong. Yeah entirely exactly and i'd have to be like no you fool why would you question the stunting abilities tactics i mean i wouldn't be questioning the abilities i'm just question i would just be questioning whether or not they were stunting here they're stunning on every song i guess so every single one yeah they're they're following in the footsteps of Twisted, despite Twisted allegedly not liking AMB at this point. You can you can shove a lot of meaning into a tray flip, but you're still doing a tray flip in the end. Yeah, you're still the you're meaning still a is bitch. there, but you're still stunned. <laughs> you're st- you're still being a bitch. Wow, <laughs> I said a tray flip, not only a varial flip. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I didn't say pressure flip. God damn. <laughs> I don't even understand a pressure flip to be honest. Uh so it's uh it's a trick mostly done via the pop more so than any kind of flick of your foot of your uh front foot. Um, okay. So they're they're mostly done by you pop the tail and let the board flip on its own. Oh, okay. And then you catch it and land it, obviously. Interesting. So it's actually a, a variety of trick more so than one specific one, but the popular one was like, uh, it usually comes out like an inward heel, I think, is, is what it was. Oh, okay. I was really hoping that I could just find an immediate, like, 20-second click of a clip of a pressure flip, and I can't. <laughs> it's very, very frustrating. But I can find... Uh, it's like a, a video of an impossible in 1,000 uh, frames per second slow motion. Ooh, nice. I might have to look that up later. Anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Besides but the concept the... of stunting enshrined in the Axe Murder Boys song, I Stay Wicked, track 18 of the Axe Murder Boys 
album God's Hand released right. on Hatchet House. September 16th, 2008 on Hatchet House. <laughs> hey, um, track 19, Lord Help Me. He's going to have to. All friends are bad. And when it all comes falling down, Lord help me now. We'll be all be in heaven. We do not care what faith you belong to, what doctrine you belong to. And when it all comes falling down, Lord help me now. It's not doctrine. Doctrine is, is salvation. We, we bring forth salvation. And when it all comes falling down, Lord help me now. Lord help me now. Keep my mind from falling off. Track. Sometimes life be whack, but I need to stay on my path In fact, keep my soul protected while shit is all hectic While I'm feeling reckless In hope I never have to stress this place But I can't win this bullshit is a face Taste the truth, the future is the youthful Time to waste, make a million and give it to my kids Just like that, tell them to stop busting raps with your dad And to make it back and do it again Give it to the kids that never win Parents live a life of sin, so they're gonna suffer in the end No joke the young of the world healthy, I don't give a fuck about me, I feel that's way more G, you know, and how can I pray when you know what I'm gonna say, I think I'm blessed that I can even take a breath today, and when it all comes falling down, don't help my friends and family, because I'm going out happily, don't be mad at me, we're salvation to be saved, and when it all comes falling down, Lord help me now, just trying to be a good man, a good woman, then we have just some random new person show up right at the end of this album who's no that reason i have no idea so yeah uh talking about like trying to leave a good future for for the ones that one day leave behind you know and that's cool yeah it's a nice way to end this album <laughs> just a dash of substance at the end just you know one could say too little too late it's a pinch not me. A sprinkle. <laughs> Not I, good sir. But what I will say is... <sighs> they knew uh, how to name the last track on an album. Uh, so is this Otis or Clay? That is also Otis. Okay. I could have gone either so, way on it, honestly. Yeah. Clay did, uh, Clay did two tracks on here. Like I said, almost this entire album was done by Otis. Yeah, though. yeah. Which is impressive. Oh, he's good. He's he he knows what to do. But you know, this one this one had a kind of vibe. It kind of falls in between. Yeah. I think it's it's like that synth that Otis uses. Yeah. Is kind of similar to the synth that Clay uses. Yep. But there is a difference to it. Yeah, uh, Otis is definitely, he's going like some West Coast lines on it a little bit. Yeah. But like the one that, whereas the one that uh, Clay uses is more club. Yeah, he's Clay is 100% in the club. DJ club. full of bub. He got that X if you ain't taking drugs. But he's into having sex. He's not into making love. Just, no, can we, no, just not. I'm going to give him a hug. Just not. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> his flow, we don't his talk show about 50, brought him the We dough. don't talk about 50 cents. That brought him all his fancy things. No. His clubs, Shmeev, his cars. Shmeev, no. Shmeev, no. Pulls his jewels. Just no. He done came up. He ain't changed. Shmeev, the album's done. Aren't you happy? 
You know, I should love it more than I hate it. You know, I feel like I'm mad, but I should be happy that he made it. So, final <laughs> thoughts on God's Hand. I do think that Violent J hearing this record and being like, holy shit, we got to put this out. Despite all the shit talking <laughs> that I have done, I think that that was actually a good play to put this out on Hatchet House. I think that it made a lot of sense for them to release it specifically on Hatchet House, which was meant to be like the label where you build up before you get signed on to the main one. So it actually feels like, okay, these guys got to work for it. And unlike Boondocks, unlike Boondocks, who just cut in front of the line, (laughs) all of the lines, Um, I think that this is, by all accounts, production-wise and lyrically a better album than Blood In, Blood Out, but I think I enjoyed Blood In, Blood Out more because it felt more like what I would have expected Psychopathic to release. Like, we understood that, yeah, okay, these guys won this contest. These guys were, um, you know, new, young kids. Like, I don't think it was on, I don't know if it was on this track or the prior track, but um, Otis mentioned that he was 21 when this album came out. Yeah. Which means that when Blood In, Blood Out dropped, he was maybe 19 at the time. That's crazy. Like, they were the youngest people on this label at the time. And they're incredibly fucking talented. But we are heading into an era where what we're getting is a lot of technical writing that does not leave much to really hang on. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I enjoy hearing somebody rap really well, but there are like a couple songs on here that really leave any kind of impression on me. There it's literally the couple tracks that are on here that are on my list. It's not to say that everything else is necessarily bad. It's just what else do you want me to gain from it? We we mentioned this. It's an hour and 13 minutes. But yep. if it all if if almost all of it feels like filler, that's not good. This is definitely a, an album that I would say like yeah, if you're hanging out with friends that that also enjoy this style of music, yeah, put it on. People will enjoy it. If you're heading to a show or something, sure, put the album on. People will enjoy it in the background. Doing it for this was fairly rough, especially when I had to do notes. Drive by, I enjoy, you bump I, it in I, the car, and you know what? It's it's fine. Yeah, like I enjoy AMB. I think that they're good, but this album is, like I said, it's probably better than Blood and Blood Out. But Blood and Blood Out gave me more variety, if anything, because of some of the guest verses, the psychopathic verses. There's there's definitely okay. There's a lot more going on with Blood and Blood Out, in my opinion. Um, Definitely felt more like they were 
you know, it, it kind of had that vibe possibly just because it was like, hey, we won this contest and this is we get to release one thing on this major label. We get to release our Psychopathic Records album yes. on Psychopathic this, Records. This this label that we adore from these people who we took our names from that this is a big deal and we really got to throw into this. And I wouldn't say that this one is like, it's not like they phoned this in, but it's definitely just kind of like, it's a lot of tracks with not a lot to say about them in the way that I tend to talk about the stuff that we cover. This once again, just doesn't have the stuff that I focus on myself. It's a lot of stunting. That's it. And that's fine. But overall, what I would say, and I said this actually in the Discord, just because I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll say one thing for people. And that is that this is, as we already brought up, very much like a twisted style thing, but without the full ability that twisted has, like, they're they're not carrying the same same bag of tools and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here where it's just like lines that are either gonna fall flat or just cliche as fuck, overused things that you know. As much as I will make fun of Jamie doing his things, what's like to be inside the mind of a twisted serial killer. Um, there's a lot more than that, and it is all over this. Um, and yeah, you know, it's just, that's kind of the thing. The writing is not up to snuff entirely, and they got a ways to go, but this is definitely an album that shows good promise. Um, and, you know, in the, with the standards of what's on Psychopathic at this time, it's... It's, it holds up well to the rest of that on its own. Uh, it's just not a particularly interesting thing to me. Uh, and, you know, while this while they have a lot of stuff that's, you know, the, their whole thing is like a reference to, the, to frailty and all that stuff, I don't know that watching it would really clear anything up for me in any case or give me any deeper insight into any of this. I just don't really see it because, again, 90% stunting. Uh, and as as David Byrne once said, specifically in the live Stop Making Sense version of the song Psycho Killer, say nothing once, why say it again? That's very telling, actually. Jeez. But again, I mean, they're allowed to do it. I don't care. It's it's fine if you want to, because there are people who will want to listen to it, and that's fine. But it, for me, yeah, for me, I've heard so much stunting, and you know what? Nineteen fucking tracks, dude. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It really, really is, and it's it's frustrating because they are talented. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're both talented rappers. Otis can produce like a motherfucker, even at this age. Like, it's really good. And his 
production gets better over time. Like, it's not one of those, like, I promise it gets better. Like, he gets really fucking good with all that. It's just we're seeing their age right now. Yeah, I mean, their, their writing is absolutely the weak point, And, you know, see how that goes. I, I, I will put money down that things will improve. It's just for an album that, based on what we were hearing from a number of the people in the Discord that are like, yo, this is pretty good. I mean, it is pretty good. I'll say that. <laughs> like, Yes, but for what we're trying to gain out of it, yeah. it's, it doesn't have that. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not pulling any meaning out of stuff. I'm not pulling a whole lot of stuff to talk about, but you know, that's just where I'm coming from on it. That's fine. (laughs) But yeah, I just um, think that's where we're at with this. So I don't know. Maybe that was a lot of talking uh, in circles about how this album is just unremarkable. For sure. But I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we have to almost justify why we <laughs> feel the way we do about it. Yeah. If I was going to say that there if I was going to pick out three remarkable songs from this. Oh, peace. I liked it. Okay. Um Hmm. I think Apocalypse was all right. Also, peace. Yeah, Every fucking album. There's also fresh. <laughs> no, I, I think I'd go with uh, grinding. Honestly. Okay. All right. Uh, what are you removing? Is is it un, is it unsaid that we're removing fresh? Um, that just go without saying. Probably drop skeet actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> or scrub actually... life, either one of those. I don't really care about that. Alright. See, fresh, uh... I can just run it in the background and I don't really give a shit. And I have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I will be completely honest, I skipped it on my notes uh listen because Yeah, I mean I, I listened to like a couple minutes I listened like a minute or two of it and I was like, Yeah, there are verses here and then I just went on. <laughs> um my three canonized is definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that track. That's legit like one of my favorite AMV songs of all time, honestly. Uh, it's really weird because some of these I actually kind of want to change. Uh-oh. My, what's that, oh? Oh, that you, you're thinking about changing stuff. Oh. Well, because I also had conflicted. overcome. Uh-oh. I had I also had overcome, and I uh, I stay wicked. But I don't know. I kind of like apocalypse as well because of that. That B change is fucking great. But I don't know. I think I'm comfortable with those ones. Okay. And I'm removing fresh. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Of course. That. That's God's hand, everybody. Yep. That is an album. That's 19 songs. Tracks, I suppose. 
Yeah, I guess it didn't have to be that long. But anyways, let us know your thoughts yeah. on Axe Murder Boy's second album on Psychopathic Records, God's Hand, released on Hatchet House in 2008. <laughs> let us know through our various social media platforms. Such as our Facebook. Facebook.com slash Juggalo Judgment. Perhaps our Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. What about, like, Instagram? Uh, that's also Juggalo Judgment. Do we have email? Uh, last I checked, we had to in order to even do this podcast in the first place, so that would be Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. Shit, Gmail? That's the Google Mail. It is the Google Mail. Well, they own... They also own a video platform. Do they? Yeah. I think, uh... YouTube. Daily Motion. Are we on that? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Juggalo Judgment. What about, like... I blanked for a second. Um, what about, like, a, <laughs> like a, a money site for, for people to give money to us? Like oh, Patreon. Well so, oh, there is a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash juggalo judgment. Speaking of Patreon, if you give us money at a certain thing, you can send us stuff, including little Q&A things every month that we'll answer during episodes whenever we get around to them. And, uh, you know, I have one here, and I just, honestly, I don't expect people to, to carry on for the rest of this month, so let's just talk about this right the fuck now, because it, it's also Halloween-themed. Good old Carl, the homie. With the returns of Halloween, Predator, and Hellraiser, maybe more I'm forgetting over the past few years, franchises, is there another horror franchise you'd like to see return to its former glory? I totally forgot about the Predator one, because that's, I think, on Hulu, and I really want to watch it. Hmm. Um, So, uh, your boy's not a spooky movie guy. Don't like horror movies. Sure. Um, I've heard uh, very mixed things about the recent uh, Halloween film. Um, I don't know if it counts as horror. Um, I think it's probably more sci-fi. But I actually tweeted about this too a couple days ago because I was thinking about it. Um, I would love for a, a remake slash reboot of Jaws. Um, reason being that movie came out in 1975. Yeah. Um, we're nearing the 50th anniversary of that movie. And despite having three sequels of varying levels of not good, um, I mean, none of those really touched that. But Jaws was what literally started the summer blockbuster. And that's why we have so many fucking shark movies that go on now. True. I mean – Deep Blue Sea was was really fucking good. Um, Shark Night is fucking weird, but a pretty cool one. Um, the Meg was good. The Meg sequel, The Trench, is coming out, um, I think, next year. But I really do think that Jaws, with today's technology, could be done and still give it, like... Because one of the things about Jaws that's so good is it's... You barely see the shark ever. Yep. He doesn't actually show up until past the midway point in the movie. Largely because the animatronic didn't fucking work. Yeah, true. Busted a shit. Like, 
<laughs> oh yeah, it was it was so bad. But like, I mean, one of the things was they had like actual shark footage in it too. Like, so that was cool. But one of the one of the parts in that movie that even now watching it like freaks me out. Like, have you you watched it with me actually? Yep. I've seen it a couple um, times. So I don't know if you've seen it. Okay, you've seen it since then. The part where the boys are um, trying to get their merit badge. So there's the guy who's in the canoe um, or in the rowboat or whatever, and and he gets knocked over. Yeah. He's trying to get back on the boat, and the shark is sideways, like, going towards him and pulls him under. You can – like, the shark never comes out of the water, but you see it under. That is fucking terrifying. And just thinking about that now, like – you know, you see the shark now and it just it looks bad. Yeah. Okay. The jump scares in it are just dumb. <laughs> but I think that honestly, that movie could be done very, very well, still keeping it like an intimate sort of like fear. There's a good I don't tension. Know. I would in just it. really like to see it. Oh, it is. That yeah. entire movie is fucking it, tense. It's it's got I, it's got a lot of the same kind of things that like goofy movie but still pulls off that same kind of tension, tremors. Oh, Tremors is fucking amazing. Yeah, of a thing that you can't see that can sense you, Mm -hmm. and you can't do anything about it, but it can get to you. (laughs) Man, I gotta rewatch Tremors. That's fucking great. I need to watch the whole series because I have all of them. (laughs) When I was thinking of Jaws, I was thinking about, okay, well, who would would I want to play it? And originally... Seth Rogen as Jaws. (laughs) the first person that came to mind was christian bale and originally i had him um for quint and then i thought no i want christian bale as chief brody okay so he's a bit older so that's fine yeah yeah hooper i want charlie day who's that uh hooper was the scientist oh okay okay so that was Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. I want Charlie Day. That's good, yeah. Because, and the sad thing is, it's kind of him almost reprising his role from, um, oh, what the fuck, the uh, Pacific Rim. I didn't see um, Pacific Rim. I okay. still need to watch that. And I want Quint to be Ron Perlman. I can dig that, yeah. I fi- which is also funny because Ron Perlman was also in Pacific Rim. <laughs> um <laughs> But, like, I see those characters right there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just think it could work. Ron, so Ron Perlman I'm, would do I'm, a very good, just gruff, kind of, just weirdo. <laughs> Ron Perlman's just fucking great in everything he's in. Yeah. Like, I love that dude. He's so goddamn good okay. in basically everything. So I want, I'm manifesting that. Jaws remake, Ron Perlman as Quint, put Charlie Day as Hooper, Christian Bale as Brody could be in either or. You could you may be able to find somebody different. Even Charlie Day as Hooper might need to be somebody different, but I don't know. It's what I'm it's what I'm hoping for. I could dig it. Charlie uh, Day's good. He does good he's stuff. He's good. Um What about you? Honestly, I don't really think about that that much. Um I always like to see people dr- drop a new thing. I don't really care too much for franchises a whole lot. You know, there's some things that I, I I could see having a, a, a new, fresh look at sometimes, but there's not a whole lot that I'm interested in. Like, I, I just want to see, like, I, I want to see a unique idea because I've, you know, I've seen a slasher dude do a slash, you know. I, I don't really, you know, Michael Myers, he's been stalking around for a long time. Jason has been 
killing people for the horrific sin of fucking at a camp for years and or Manhattan. Real quick, though, real quick, though, as far as like Jason goes, they there was a reboot. I've or a remake of Friday the 13th that came out in like 09, I think. I or saw something it like in that. theaters, actually. Right. But th- nothing ever since. That's true. The only, I think, Jason media that's come out since then was the video game. Freddy vs. Jason. No, that was before then. Was it? No, I don't Freddy- think it was. Yes, Freddy vs. Jason was 03. What the fuck? How? Yeah. How it's 03. 03? I believe so. I'm almost certain. I don't believe that. <laughs> All right, I will fucking hold on. <laughs> Friday vs. Jason, two thousand three. What the fuck? Yeah, huh. wild. And the Friday the Thirteenth, uh, two thousand nine film. Yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah, no, I don't need any more of those. I mean, like, if I was gonna go with anything, I mean, I okay, I would be interested. I've talked about this a whole bunch. I talked about it with Blade in. Uh, I, I don't even know if I talked about it with Blade specifically on the podcast thing, or if it was just chatting while you know, doing one of my listens or something on the discord. Um, but if somebody wanted to take the ring novels and do like a legit <laughs> adaptation of those, that would be fucking amazing because goddamn, having read those, I'm like, like every movie that all, all of the ring movies and stuff. I'm like, you don't know shit about the fucking ring. You don't know a goddamn motherfucking thing about this besides tape curse. <laughs> but like, that would be cool. Uh, I mean, one missed call would be fun because just the idea of one missed call was a good time. You know, get a you get a phone call and you hear yourself dying you and then it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at, at, well, you get a call from the future, like the the time, the missed call timestamp um is from the time that you're going to die and your voicemail oh. is what happens to you. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um <laughs> and there's a whole thing behind that and there's a trilogy of them the, uh, like the Japanese ones were a trilogy and they get oh. more unhinged as they go. Like the third one's just bonkers. <laughs> um Okay. But you know, I I I really like whenever people come up with new concepts and stuff, especially like the thing of J horror and stuff, a lot of them were that kind of thing where it's just like a curse attached to a specific item or something. And I love that as a concept. And there's so much that can be explored with that. That's just kind of left on the table in favor of rehashing a thing that's already been done. And you know, just, you know, just do another thing, do another fucking thing, but especially readapt the ring into like a, a, a faithful adaptation and leave people very fucking confused about what's going on <laughs> <laughs> that would I be don't know, sick to... the problem is then if they do that then no one will actually like want there to be some, be more and it won't perform as well there doesn't have to be more that's it you do it and then that's it <laughs> I don't. Fair. You don't have. I hate the idea that everything that is created has to become a big fucking franchise. I'm sick of it. Make a goddamn thing that starts and ends, (laughs) and be happy with it. Make a a story (laughs) instead of just. Well, here's some events. 
a thing's coming. We promise. <laughs> Wait for for phase you twenty mean, coming. Coming twenty fifty eight. That is that is legit. Like almost every horror movie now is leaving something on a cliffhanger. I mean. For the next one. I'll say whenever they do stuff like that, I have no problem with a horror movie that ends with, like, it's over. Or is it? That's fine, because usually they had a complete thing. The arc is over. You know, the person Mm -hmm. survived the thing. That's great. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It literally ends with the one survivor hopping in the back of a truck of a guy passing by because he sees Chainsaw Dude chasing after her. They drive away, and... Fucking Leatherface is just swinging his chainsaw around. That's the end of the movie. There's no satisfying ending, but you know what? I am satisfied because that story is complete. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing you know really matters beyond away. that. I don't need a full explanation, but goddamn, you do not need to revisit it. You don't need to make a whole fucking lore for this and, you know, bring in. Like, well, what happened next? What happened before? Uh, You know, you can leave some questions unanswered and just make a new goddamn thing. That's all. Yeah, it's just, I I feel like we're just in an era of literally just franchising stuff. Yeah. Also, spoilers, spoilers for the Ring novels. Uh, It's almost sort of a closed time loop. So, I mean, really, there is no... The end is just kind of back to the beginning, so to speak, in a way uh, that honestly, that's while that is kind of a spoiler, (laughs) you don't fucking know. You don't fucking know till the last goddamn second. (laughs) Boy's going to twist you in a motherfucking pretzel. But that's all. Um, Yeah, that was was a longer answer than we usually do. I always like to go lightning round with these, but goddamn, there's just so much. No, I like that. I like that. And you too could ask us these questions. <laughs> you subscribe By... to our Patreon at a mere $5 per month. Yeah, exactly. And uh, do, at $10 do that, so... per month, you can make us listen to songs. We'll get around to some of them. Uh, we don't have a lot to do because some people aren't paying attention to their emails and sending us their requests. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell them anymore. <laughs> Except here. Well, I'm not going to reach out to them directly. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's not doing it. Not too bad. That's um, all. Did you know that there's another way that people can give us money? Oh, my God. You mean like through... Can they use their money to purchase goods and services? They actually can, but not services, just goods. Well, I mean, the service would be like the shipping part. Yeah, that is true, I guess. Yeah, you're getting a good and a service. Yes, so... And it's good service. (laughs) (laughs) Storefrontier.com slash Juggalo Judgment, where you can basically use Juggalo Judgment, or you can use yourself as a billboard for Juggalo Judgment. Show everybody that you love one of the coolest Juggalo podcasts around. My one friend, she uh, that I hung out with at uh, the gathering, she just got hers in um, like early last week or something like that. And she's like, this shirt is comfy. And I'm like, awesome. I'm very hype. I get very, very happy when, like, because she showed me hers. Um, the friend who I was, um, who I sent the one shirt to, mm-hmm. um, 
occasionally like I've seen her like post in her Snapchat story that she's worn it and I'm like, oh, I love this. My friends are wearing this shirt. If you're gonna order the shirt, order a size up because I'm hearing that they run small. Sorry. So that's just, it's frustrating. I'll have but, to see about it. Scott got one. So I'll be like, hey, Scott, how'd that work out? I was going to ask. Yeah, I know Scott had, had ordered, I think, like the third one. Nice. So I, need I was going to gonna ask. One. But, one of these days. Yeah, I was going to order one. And I'm like, oh, well, I order a large. So if it's short on, if it's small <laughs> on me, Shmeev, here you go. You got a free shirt. Yep. But no, uh, we'll see. But, um, but yeah, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, buy merch. There is going to be more designs in the future. We just got to pay people to make designs. We'll get to it. <laughs> I was going to real quick for an artist that I really, really like, and they all sold out. <laughs> so, but they will. They will come back. Commissions close um, quick. They did. Like, dude is very, very like highly sought after. So. Yeah. Um, it'll happen eventually. Um, I actually am hoping to get two commissions, uh, one for the podcast, one for a personal art design, but that would also be something that would be available, um, on the store too. So, um, that aside, if you would just like to talk to us individually, if you think, Hey, I can't bother to talk to the juggalo cause I'm not so much juggalo. Um, and you want to talk to Shmeev about like normal cool stuff. Um, Shmeev, how can they do that? Twitter at Schmeev. That's cool. And if you decide, hey, I just need to talk about Juggalo shit all the time, you know, all all of it, the psychopathic, the mad ninja, all that good stuff. Find you need a mirror. to talk to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit me up on Twitter at Mike Spawn the S E J or on Instagram, straight edge juggalo. I'll be completely honest, Instagram is probably the best way to do it because more people interact with me on there anyways. Because I haven't been as frequent on Twitter in the last couple months. I don't know why. Hmm. Like, aside from making the posts about new episodes dropping, I hardly tweet anymore. But I refuse to get rid of Twitter because I like Twitter a lot. Yeah. But Instagram is super fucking easy because no real restrictions on DM. Actually, there is restrictions on DM oh. length, but still. You know, <laughs> don't send that link. Hey. <laughs> hey, fucking kill me. Anyways, let's get the fuck out of here. This episode's gone on to way fucking way too long. Join the Holy Discord. <laughs> yes, the ICP with Weed Discord. It's in the thing. Um, I'm, you can find it. It is. Link everywhere. Fucking, just fucking look at the link tree and shit. It's in there. Finish your beverages. Finish your fucking fagos. Unless you're like me, because the bitch doesn't have a fago. Name in vain. Why is there?